thing started because um we have the outline i sent it to you guys we can ignore it that's how it works but um hello everybody i am justin woods and welcome to the woods cast in my best casey case of voice uh with me as on the usual shay woods my little brother from uh the um centennial state we i still don't know why we call it that what's going on shay not much oh, i'm looking at the outline yeah. Professionalism plus yeah. one. We're, we're coming up. Um, and we're coming with up, us people. today, another one of my buddies from the uh, Bluegrass State, uh, Ben Ferguson. What the fuck's going on, Ben? Oh, same old, same old down here. It's uh, cold. We don't have to ah, snow. We got a little bit of snow. So. Something to worry about. Um, this is the first time Ben and I have talked in a while. So I would like to point out that Ben is recently engaged. So congratulations, Ben. Yeah. Selected Thank one you. of the John for the rest of your life. It's a, it's a good call. Yep. Um, and I can tell you right now, just from, you know, I've been married several years, it's nothing but video games and blowjobs from here on out. Trust me. It just gets better. Just gets better. Yeah. yeah. I've heard. I've heard. Yeah. I've heard. Yeah, exactly. so that's what John Maddie told me. Exactly. Um, okay. <laughs> so uh, today on the podcast, we are recording this. What the hell is today? Today's Monday, the 14th. Um, this is the 12th ep- episode of this bullshit. For some reason, we keep doing them. And today on the podcast, we're going to talk about some fun stuff. Uh, we got some movie news. Um, some of it Shay's not going to be happy about. Um, need to pull Ben over here. See how, Ben's into movies, too. So we got to see how many of these, these nerdy-ass movies Ben's seen. Um, we have the Trump, Trump shutdown. We have... Um, I, I told you guys that Trump got like basically face-fucked by two st- news stories. But I totally forgot, Shay. Like, so much shit has happened since the last time we recorded this podcast. It's actually four news stories that pretty much face fucked him this week. Um, so we have some new Democratic candidates that have uh, announced this week, and then um, some of them have already shit the bed, so that's nice. And uh, we got a, I got a good, I got a good quote from you from uh, from old uh, old Dobbies. I got some um, Lou Dobbs, and then we have our pick of woo fuckeries because again, there's so much shit going on. I can't pick one thing that's totally crazy. Um, I think I do kind of want to land on the fact that, and we can talk about this right now because it just happened, but apparently Donald Trump is going to give the Clemson football team about 400 pounds of fast food this evening. <laughs> so What is it? Yeah, Shay, like, yeah. so Shay, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, Clemson, Clemson won the national football championship the other day. Um, sports ball. That's a sports ball, College right? sports ball. And uh, okay. actually... The Points were scored to a now, certain ben, color. Ben, did you team. have any? Did you? Yes, were okay. you pulling for anybody in that? Like hardcore? I I was pulling for Alabama because I have a I had a bet with Chappie okay. on it. Well, so. I was pulling for Alabama as well. Usually, I would like go with anybody other than Alabama because it's that whole Alabama always wins at bullshit. But I have an ulterior motive that I really, really didn't want Clemson to win it just for just for spite, basically. So. 
Uh, they won it, whatever. So the national championship team always goes to the White House. And apparently with all the workers furloughed, they're, they're just not going to make food in the White House. So Donald Trump said, I'm going to you know, buy them their favorite foods. I don't know if this is a story that's been out there. Like, If there's a story out there that the Clemson football team likes fast food, then I missed it. But there's a picture online show you can Google it. Like Donald Trump standing in front of this huge White House table and it's just fucked with fast food. Like Big I mean, Mac and filet of fish <laughs> I mean, listen, that shit is my cigarette. So from a certain point, right. I kind of respect it. Like, it's kind of it's <laughs> like that scene in uh, Kingsman Secret Service when Samuel L. Jackson brings in their dinner and it's just a tray of Big Macs and fries and shit. Yeah. Like, it's, it's awesome. And, and I'm you know, if there's any – I'll be honest with you. Like, I hate that man. And if there's anything that's going to get me into the White House, it's all I can eat Big Macs. Like that, that, that's about it. You, you put, you throw some Chick Fil A yeah. in there, and we have a deal. Throw some Chick Fil A in there, you'll vote Listen, for the guy, huh? Uh, no, I don't know about I, that. I, I, I'll I hang out with like them. support. Like I don't give a shit that the owners of Chick Fil A, like, are homophobic as shit. Like I don't, I never really cared for their chicken sandwiches. I'm just not a chicken sandwich kind of guy. But I will definitely look the other way to have some of those fucking chicken nuggets because those things are fucking delicious. Like. Like, you are yep, homophobic yep. as fuck, but these are yeah. delicious. <laughs> it's the yeah, hate that makes it so tender. So, I had to bring that up, because that just that just happened just a couple minutes ago, and I am fucking tickled to death by it. Well, I was trying to figure out if it's actually a real picture, or if it's some, a troll trying to make the rounds or whatever, but, it, I mean, it looks yeah, real. He's standing uh, there. reported it, like, a couple seconds. Like, ABC News threw out that picture that everybody's sh- seeing. And then, um, then CNN reported the story. Uh, Donald, Donald Trump's making a big deal about uh, how he's paying for the whole thing or paying for it out of pocket. Which I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that's several hundred dollars worth of fucking fast food. But my question is, is like, how yeah. can that be good? Like, even if you timed it perfectly, like so that the food was delivered right when they walked in the door, that's still like the time it takes to gather up that much fucking food from like three or four different fast food restaurants, like. Uh, our buddy Chris uh, Chris McComas had a great quote just, uh, just a minute ago on Facebook, and he was like, uh, "Congratulations on winning the national championship." Here's a four uh, four hour old f- chicken chick fillet or whatever yeah. fish fillet, yeah. But I mean, full disclosure, I was up at one of my friend's houses um, out of town this weekend in the mountains, just going to a concert, general snow shenanigans, that kind of stuff, and uh, I did eat. A two almost two day old double cheeseburger from McDonald's that had been oh, kept in the God. fridge the whole time, and I as I was told I enjoyed it though. I Everybody's don't been it. there. Like I, I've eaten, <laughs> I've eaten a half order of Taco yeah. Bell, slept for six hours, woke up, and like, ooh, Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so um, uh, let's real before you know, don't want to get off topic too far. That you know we're we're seven minutes into this and we've already fucked the uh, outline up, but um. So the numbers for this week or the day, uh, I'm on my third beer to start this off. Uh, Trump administration's in its 724th day. That's why I drink. Um, uh, ben, I don't know if you know this, but it's been 216 days since Donald Trump took away all of North Korea's nukes. So you're safe. You're safe as kittens. Yeah. I, I felt safe. safe. I felt safe. Uh, we are in the 23rd day of the Trump shutdown, which is a record. Uh, as of Friday at midnight, it was the longest government shutdown in the history and that says a lot of shit when you consider the last one was um, the Clintons and fucking Newt Gingrich. I mean, damn. Um, yeah, and, and yeah, I mean, and think time. about how fucking disagreeable Newt Gingrich is. I mean, shit. Um, 
Gallup poll, um, I actually have a correction from last week. So the Gallup poll for Trump's approval rating was, was I actually just kind of lied to you guys. Um, Gallup apparently the first of the year has decided they're not going to do it week to week. They're going to do it month to month. So I guess I read off the same numbers from the end of December. So that number is still, you know, 39% approval. But like I said before, that number doesn't go between 35 and 45. This, that's it. That's where it is. Um, what's the other one? 538 had him at 40.7, which is down about a half a percent during this whole shutdown thing. And CNN threw out a new poll. Um, I lost it. I was looking right the fuck at it. Oh, here it is. Um, so approval ratings at 37%. So that's kind of a big dip. And that's been coming out right after the poll. So, mm-hmm. um, we'll talk about that poll a little later when we talk about the shutdown. Cause it actually says a lot about like who they want to blame for it. But, um, but yeah, those are the numbers uh, as of Monday the 14th. Uh, fun stuff. Um, so Ben, have you seen, we're looking at Aquaman or Bumblebee or Spider-Man? No? No, I have not. No, we do with Christmas and New Year's just been busy and haven't gotten to the movies much. We went saw one the other day, but it wasn't okay. one of those. What'd you see? We saw uh, Ben is Back. Never heard of it. Julia Roberts, some oh, yeah. uh, kid, uh, her kid comes back from rehab. I mean, it was it was good. Doesn't sound like it has the Avengers in it. Not interested. Yeah, yeah, it um, does not. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, nice I mean, I can, I can see you and Morgan going to see that, but like, I, I'm kind of surprised because you're usually into all these superhero things just to go see them, like I do. Um, but the news is, uh, Aquaman passed a billion dollars. I know Shay and I were worried about it making its money back. Um, the um, I mean my my understanding of all of those DC movies is that they they get oh, yeah. critically panned, and a lot of the fans don't like them, but they all make their money back. Right. Oh, I mean, they, they all have, make a ton of money. Yeah, because I mean when when you're when you're looking at the 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 fan response on all the you know Western critics websites, that's got nothing to do with how these things blow it up in Japan mm-hmm. or excuse me China. Um, that that the Chinese market's real big for them. Um, I've had several people tell me like, go see Aquaman, really Shay, you're unemployed. Why haven't you seen Aquaman? And when it's put it that way, it's like, okay, I'll probably go see it. Um, I, you know, I got around to seeing, I wanted to see Venom in theaters and I didn't, so I really should see that. No, they, they always make, I mean, yeah, like they said, like Justice League, uh, like Justice League was just panned here. They're like, oh, it's so horrible. And then, you know, it makes us money back. And I, I'm kind of the same way. Like we talked about this over and over again on the podcast. Like it doesn't have to fucking win an Oscar to be a good investment for the, the, um, the, um, company, you know, like, so yeah, like, you know, uh, yeah, exactly. DC doesn't have to win an Oscar to make fucking Aquaman, uh, you know, a viable choice. So, so yeah. You want to say something, man? Well, that's, and that's what they do. They, I mean, what was it? The Avengers. I don't know. Each of them made over a billion justice league made over a billion. I mean, yeah. they're, they're, they're cash cows. Really well, are. there was actually cons- some concern, and I think Aquaman was the reason for this because Bumblebee and Spider-Man came out about a week apart. Um, Aquaman and Bumblebee came out the same day. Uh, Bumble- uh, Spider-Man, you know, into the Spider-Verse, whatever the fuck that that's called, that came out a week before, and there was some worry like that Bumblebee and Spider-Man were going to get just squashed by Aquaman and not make their money back, but they did. Like uh, Bumblebee is it? Oh hell, I wrote it down here. Uh, Three hundred sixty-five million dollars. Uh, Spider-Man's at three, three or two. I mean, they made their money back. They're going to find um, the uh, produ- uh, production company for Bumblebee said it was, excuse me, solidly profitable. 
compared to the $100 million that the last one lost. That was such a clusterfuck. Yeah, did you ever see that? About last night, right? Yeah. No, uh, last Bumblebee? night, the one that was like a, year, a couple of years. Yeah. Transformers last night. Oh yeah, yeah I, I I go see him. I'm not gonna go see Bumblebee. I go see him, but I'm just I've been more disappointed ever since the third one came out. Well, I mean, there's the Transformers. This one just actually got worse is the worse. best of all of them, hands down. Bumblebee is the best of all of them, hands down. Yes, yeah, it's, it's legit. It is a legit movie. a good movie. I mean, it's a you know. It's like I said last time. I mean, and then the first ten minutes of that are better than all the other Michael Bay movies put together. Like it, it it's a really, and it, it's just a good movie in its own right. It, they, part of its charm is just the blatant fan service. Um, there's a little bit of that, like, hey guys, Michael Bay's not here anymore. Check it out. We actually know what you want. Look at this. Um, so you know, hopefully this, we get a whole bunch of G1 uh, design Transformers movie in the next couple yeah. of years. I'd be all about that shit. I did see they had uh, Optimus mm-hmm. Prime in oh, his yeah. true form. Oh yeah, yeah. The original. Yeah. They had. Uh, I mean, dude, a bunch of people made uh, sound waves in there. Um, Ravage is in there. RC is in there. It's Starscream in his classic form is in there. It, and they it's take pretty a page fun. out of the, mm-hmm. the '86 movie where they just fucking murder people without any warning. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Did, did you go see fun. that in theater? Yeah. yeah. That, that was, was cool. Super that fun. was fun time. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I had a good um, time on that one. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh no, Ben, no, you're exactly right. The Transformers movies have gotten steadily worse. Like I am, you know, you know, sh- spoiler alert here. I'm a huge Transformer fan, and I sat through the last night and I watched it. and I was like, "What the fuck did I just watch? Like, what the fuck was that?" Yeah, like, yeah, and like exactly. I could sit down and put pen to paper and like explain it, like using shit from the comics and from the cartoons that weren't even fucking connected to this movie universe and like I could piece it together and tell you a story that if you were gonna split a case of beer with me you'd be like oh well that would have been a better story but like what the fuck Michael Bay threw up on the screen was just I mean they're gonna blow I mean what they they blew off like one planet Nard so it'd swing into the other planet Nard like what the fuck was going on there I don't know that was bad yeah I don't know it, they're they're, oh, they're really? still they're even though they're garbage they're still kind of fun to watch. Um, that one was the first first one that like legitimately I was like I don't yeah, want to finish I, I this. I made like, myself sit down and watch it a second time. I found it on the interwebs, downloaded it, whatever you want to call it, and I got hammer drunk and watched it. And I was still like, what? What is this? What it up? Yep. You, you, you're yeah, like it, I even, stole this yeah. and I feel like somebody owes me money. <laughs> Was that the second one mm-hmm. Wahlberg was in? Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He's been in two of them, right? Yeah. Oh, they were both just, yeah. they were yeah. awful. Well, that that goes to my theory that we should stop letting five foot six men fucking save the world every Tuesday. But whatever. <laughs> um, all right, yeah. so moving on, we have uh, Shay. They are going to reboot Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles again. Have you seen that? Again? Yeah. Again. So we, Bay. No, who's, who's doing it? Michael Bay. Oh, him? So, Wait, yeah. Well, how... I, I, yeah, nobody does. I don't understand. Nobody does. The, the, uh, the, um, the, uh, the apparent reaction of the interwebs today was, the fuck? Because, so you got 2014, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, $493 million. Uh, 2016, you got um, Out of the Shadows, uh, $246 million. I'm sure they made their money back. Uh, I thought they were fun. I like the take <laughs> on, like, different, different, they made all the turtles different. Uh, 
There was some fun stuff in the second one. Shay, you and I talked about, like, there's there's whole scenes that are just one big eye roll. Like, there's a part where, where Casey Jones takes rollers, duct tapes them to his feet, and then and then he's just, like, skating <laughs> yeah. around, whipping people's asses, and you're like, really? But, like... Yeah, and that that's one of those movies that, like, it is not good, but there's a lot of stuff about it I appreciate. Like, honestly, Krang himself is pretty cool as far as a live-action version of Krang goes. Yeah. It's neat to see the... It's neat to see the Technodrome the way it was in the comics. Um, and, you know, the char- Bebop and Rocksteady yeah. were pretty much spot on as far as characters go. There are whole sections of that, that movie yeah. that just watch like a live action uh, version of the cartoon. They've just got those god awful designs. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the reboot is just because the, the, the nostalgia mining is in full force now. Like the row of Power Ranger re release toys I've got sitting just off camera you can't see is evidence of that. So, like, if somebody releases a live-action Ninja Turtle movie where they're styled more like the original movies and cartoon, I'll be there day one, even if it is Michael Bay. Um, but uh, I bet that's what they're doing. I, that's got to be it, because, I mean, that's what they did with uh, Bumblebee. Uh, there's a, a couple other ones. That's all yeah. Ready Player you One. That is, Ready so. Player One. Do you ever see that? Oh, oh yeah. Man. I've seen that that's three so four times. And, it, and, it's, and it's fun for exactly what Shay said. It has no reason being as good as it is. Like, I tried to explain that movie and book to a friend of mine. I was like, all right, listen. Like, when you were... Because he's about my age. I was like, so remember when you were in college? Did you just sit around and smoke with your friends? He's like, yeah, of course, because we thought it was cool, and that's what we did. I was like, right. Now, imagine that group of friends. Let's say, you know, 12 of your friends in college. Imagine you're allowed to be put in a room on a conference table. You're given whatever alcohol you want, and then told that you're going to make a movie, but you and, and you're going to shoehorn in every, every little sci-fi thing that you like. And each of you gets to put in 10 sci-fi things. And they're like, well, that's just way too many things. They're like, right, but that's not enough. So everybody's got to come up with 15 now. And they're like... Yeah, doesn't matter if it's too many. Yeah, that's kind of what it was. Yeah. So we get... Well, I just, I want to say that the scale of Mechagodzilla versus the Gundam is all off. That, but that's, we won't even go into that. Mecha, when in that movie, when they when they have right. the Gundam fight Mechagodzilla, that scale is all off. A Gundam would maybe come up to Mechagodzilla's knees, but I'm gonna let it go. But wasn't it like it was way smaller than Mechagodzilla? They were the no. exact same size. They're the exact same size. Yeah. yeah. Unwatchable. Well, I guess I'm, I guess I'm, money I'm back. watching after we get off this goddamn podcast. All right. Yep. Uh, that actually gives me a good thing to drink somewhere I'm gonna watch. Um, ben, are you into Game of Thrones? You watch Game of Thrones? All right. Well, no, no is. We got a new trailer out. Uh, April April fourteenth. Oh no yeah, shit! April fourteenth. That one. So you gotta look at that. I would play the trailer and then we could watch it and talk over it. But it's like there's really nothing that happens. It's just a lot of mood music and then staring at the Starks. So uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, right. like Ben uh, Ben would be like, "Who the fuck's that guy? Who the fuck's that guy? Who the fuck's that guy?" And then Shay and Shay I would like, say one of them. But yeah. So no, I mean, there's always some fun. Fun stuff to fucking watch. Um, all right, Trump shut down. This is the big news of the week of, of the last couple of weeks. Uh, so we're in day twenty three. Um, I saw a really neat thing before I ask anybody's opinion about this. I saw a really neat thing today that says that uh, Standards and Poor S and P did an analysis, and right now we've the economy's already lost lost three point six billion dollars at this point. So if you do the math, that's $171 million a day the economy is pissing away. So we're getting close to, and I love this, I love the symmetry here, that in another week and a half or two weeks, we can piss away the $5 billion that Trump wants. So that's good. But um, Ben, you have any impressions about the shutdown so far? I, know you haven't, I haven't heard from you on this. I know what Shay thinks. 
for the most part. It's it's getting it's getting to the point where it's 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 become ridiculous. It's past ridiculous on both ends, really. Um, him him basically holding everyone hostage for five point seven billion dollars is a uh, it's become ridiculous, and it's become if I don't get my way, then this is what I'm going to do. And he's using whatever power he has to do it. Um, I don't blame the Democrats for not budging, but I also blame them for not budging at the same time. I mean, you it's, I, I, you know, I just, like, again, we've talked about this in the past. Like, in the grand scheme of the budget, it's no. $5 billion. It's not that much. But, no, um, it's and it's, and it's, and it's, it's really fucking stupid because uh, uh, the only reason he's stuck to this wall is because he has made very specifically a wall the thing. Like, he needs to be able to stand in front of something and say, look what I got built. Um, but, exactly. uh, you know, where, whereas it would make way more sense to do, I don't know, just set up motion sensitive cameras that when someone's moving across an area, they're not supposed to, it triggers an alarm somewhere and you drive somebody out there and pick their ass up. Cause that's, that's what they use in a lot of spots. And it's very effective. Um, you know, but you know, it, it's, and I, 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 I just don't, I don't have fault the Democrats at all because in the past, um, there has been a deal. Like there was a point where they were like, Hey, you can have $25 billion if you'll just let these 600,000 kids stay and make them citizens and we'll fund your fucking wall. Yeah. And he said, no. So, mm-hmm. And now he's basically not willing to give anything at all. And, and you know, like, I, I don't think that may like to me, the ideal compromise is like, OK, we're not going to build a wall across the entire southern border. But here is, you know, all, all you need to do is reopen the government and make a commitment to come to a solution within a certain amount of time. Like, that's it. Like, you don't yeah. have to keep the government shut down to talk about it. And he refuses to even talk about it and open the government. And I know at one point there were there have been multiple measures that have, have passed that he's vetoed to reopen the government um, because they didn't get him his wall. Mm-hmm. And and it's, it's all just a big PR stunt. It, like everything he said that this crisis is, is bullshit. So oh, I don't want to get you. You yeah. shouldn't give in to him because you shouldn't teach him that lying gets him what he wants. Right. Um, well, you know, and also, you know. Why should the Democrats at the same time give in right. when they just got control? No, they've I, had. I mean, what, what is it? The four, they've had it now yeah. for what ten days? You know, I mean, yeah, yeah it's been all of ten days. No, exactly. I mean, they, you know, and I mean, a lot of the, these people were elected because they were their constituents wanted them to vote against it. Like that's why they're there. These people mm-hmm. are literally doing what they were elected to do. Well, also, um, it's just yeah, a, it's also just like a don't blank. forget and don't forget that Donald Trump. This was Donald Trump's closing argument in the 2018 midterms was that there's this huge crisis at the border. There's this caravan full of, you know, fucking mutant um, illegals, whatever the fuck, you know, he just, just fear, 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 fear. And they got their asses thumped um, in the house. Like people, and especially on the border, like three, three people, uh, three representatives on, excuse me, on the border lost their seats. So this, this, this message didn't sell to the voters. When the Democrats took over, but mm-hmm. Ben, I agree with you. Like, there is some frustration with the Democrats because, like, yes, they should just deal. They can deal, but um, one of the news articles I've got right here is that, um, and it's just a big fucking lie. Uh, Trump claims that the Democrats um, won't put DACA up. Like Shay was saying, like there was a deal when the Republicans controlled both houses of Congress that you know the Democrats are going to give them twenty six. It was like twenty seven billion dollars almost Shay. It was like $27 million or whatever the number was for his fucking wall if he would just, um, like you said, guarantee the the, the um, safety of the DACA recipients. And he said no. Yeah. Oh, you mean the Dreamers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you gotcha, gotcha. Okay. And, and uh, he blew that out of the water 
And so right now he's saying like, hey, now the Democrats won't even deal with DACA, which is like a total lie because Trump won't put it on the table. Like if, if he would have put the DACA recipients on the table right now, they would give him the $5.6 billion in a fucking heartbeat. Because if they're going to give him the money yeah. for this wall, and, and most of the reason the Democrats are uh, kind of hesitant to, to deal with him and back down in any way whatsoever is that because they've caught him in his, in his, his era of semantics. Like, of course, at first it was going to be a big, beautiful wall that was concrete and had his name on the side of it. Then it's slats. Then it's a fence. Then it's, you know, if he would just say like, hey, how about I meet you in the middle and we do eight and a half billion dollars worth of border security in a bunch of different ways and areas across the border. Like, the Democrats would fucking jump at that because they've done it in the past. I, th- I think, like, yeah. in 2000, they signed, yeah. like, $10 billion worth of border security. Like, they would jump at it. But since his, since, um, it's not even his base. It's uh, fucking Ann Coulter, Rush Limbaugh, and Sean Hannity. They want a wall. Well, and this, this goes back to the false equivalency thing because you'll hear him even say, you know, Democrats were all for this in the past. And and that that's just not true. Like, the things that the Democrats have supported in the past yeah. have been like comprehensive border control packages that are a bunch of different kinds of implementation methods. Um, it hasn't been just this specific issue in the past. So that's again, that's that that really great uh, disingenuousness. He's really good. He's like he'll say something that on the surface it seems kind of true, but then if you take like ten seconds to look into it, you're like, oh, he's full of shit and he's misrepresenting the truth. Oh, definitely. I mean, you can okay. you you can with a very very simple search you can look oh, and yeah. say well that's a lie that's a lie half truth you know and 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 then he comes out he'll say one thing and even if they would say they would come to say an agreement on it then all of a sudden he pivots to a different thing he says well no this is now why we have to discuss this he's always trying he's always trying to add something into it as well you know whether it's the wall what, what do you say the I'll, I'll democrats want steel so we'll democrats make steel. never said that yeah you know I know, and and you can look for it, and they've never said anything. And the funny thing about the quote-unquote wall is you build a 30-foot wall, I can build a 31-foot ladder. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to stop anything. I mean, people aren't going to walk up and be like, oh, my God, a wall. Well, better turn around and go home. Well, I mean, anybody who's I mean, willing to cross thousands and thousands of miles of rugged terrain, deal with the people they have to deal with, and – uh, you know, go through the dangers they have to go through simply to get to that wall, it's not going to be deterred by a wall. If 3,000 miles of rugged wilderness and no supplies isn't going to stop you, a 30-foot wall is not going to suck. No. You have, to have a, you have to have an enforcement for the determent. Yeah, it's real stupid. And they can, they can set the wall up all the one, but if you don't enforce it, then it doesn't matter. Well, one of the things that I think is funny about the wall is that, uh, like, the second, the second that he um, decided he was going to have the wall... Like you said, Ben, everybody was talking about how, like, well, they're going to sell you a 31-foot ladder. But then, like, the, the, the next minute, they're like, oh, we're discovering tunnels left and right under the fucking walls we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, which, those are just part of the drug trade. You know, those aren't so much oh. the illegal crossings. That's just part of the drug trade, which the drug, it's not, the wall's not going to stop no. anything when it comes to the drugs. No. Nothing. Not, not like, even, even the bit. DEA says that. DEA says that we are not we are not finding hundreds of pounds of methamphetamine on toddlers at the border checkpoints. We are fine. Yeah, you know, it's it's when you pry open the console of a of an eighty nine fucking Vespa. It's just fucking packed with you know stuff like that. Yeah. Know? 
Like yeah, the, like those are some of the like the the true crime shows I love to watch. The border crossing ones where they do like cops at the border. Like I will sit, I will be late for work because like they pull some guy out of his car and he's like acting kind of antsy, and then they pull all the speakers out of his car and there's just like a like a thousand rare birds or something, just fucking insane shit. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy stuff. Yeah, I, I feel like, yeah. What are you doing? What was the the the, the one guy was bringing in like it, it wasn't it wasn't cocoa beans it was some type of weird it, like it's an, it's illegal to bring across the border it's like a nut or something he had like a, he had like 95 pounds of them i, I mean that's just... you know what? I, I, I i'm not gonna say i'm never gonna go to prison but i guarantee you i don't want to go to prison for smuggling over the equivalent <laughs> of fucking cashews okay that's not what i'm gonna be doing yeah exactly what are you yeah. in for <laughs> i have no clout <laughs> What the fuck is this shit? All right, so we're in the twentieth day. We got a bunch of shit going on. We have some really weird stories that have come around this this shutdown though. So, um, like I said, CNN threw out a new poll um, for all this shit. Um, I mean, I can play you the 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 Trump claimed he was going to shut the government down, but we've all seen that clip. Um, the uh, new poll uh, with the with our blame game going on here is that uh, this was done on Sunday. Excuse me. And so 50, uh, 56% of people approve of the wall. And like 54% blame uh, Donald Trump. I think that's how this works. 56% of the total U.S. population approves of the wall? That doesn't sound right. Approves. Disapproves. Yeah, okay, I was like, that doesn't make um, sense. All right. So yeah, there's so there's all this the blame game. The, the Republicans and Donald Trump are losing the blame game right now. Um, there's some really, uh, of course, the federal government sent out. You know, so actually Friday, this is what I, what I wanted to bring up. Friday was the first time that anybody lost a paycheck. So 800,000 federal workers didn't get paid on Friday. Um, a yeah. lot of those people. I was actually supposed to go. Um, I was going to go to a conference, but it got can I had to cancel the last minute for funding issues. And I was actually kind of upset that I didn't get to go to the conference. But on the other side of that coin, I was actually really psyched that I didn't have to fly out of O'Hare and then into Reagan National Airport with, uh, you know, fucking TSA agents calling off sick. So mm-hmm. I, was, I was supposed to go to the same conference with Barry, but I just, yeah. it just didn't work out. Like, I it saw was, him it weird that I, it, the way I'm paid through UK is weird. So they couldn't figure out who had to pay for it. And I was like, eh, fuck it. Um, so they're telling people to, uh, you know, have garage sales, maybe uh, ask your landlord if you could uh, paint the gutters or something in lieu of rent. So that, that always works because, you know, whenever you have a mortgage, if you show up at, um, you know, if you show up at Chase Bank or Bank of America and be like, hey, listen, I don't have your money, but I can build you some shelves. They're usually, <laughs> they're usually like, so awesome. I I, yeah. Yeah, cool. We'll just forget the two, two grand, just build these shelves over here. Um. I think this this will be a big turning point because, <clears throat> excuse me, when it's really going to start hurting people is if is when you know you because a lot of banks are willing to give right. you an extension or something like that and there's a, you're going to see a lot of stories in the media about um, uh, you know certain banks and organizations giving interest free or very short, low interest short term loans things like that to federal employees um, but eventually those banks are going to stop caring and if it goes another month or some shit like that and people start uh, missing mortgage payments and their houses yeah. are an issue like losing your house like I can't imagine that it would be allowed to go that long like. But if it does, that's gonna that's gonna be, I mean that that'll literally be all of these people risking losing their houses because 
Donald Trump won't reopen the government. And I, I don't I don't see how there's any other way to spin it that makes sense for a sane person. Well, that's yeah. Well, and we all know the our our government oh, yeah. runs sanely, so. Well, yeah. the last time we had yeah. we shut the government down under Obama, it was for like it was to fund Medicare, like medical payments for for our citizens. Like, yeah, I, I understand having these like you know metaphorical like standoffs, but usually uh, you sort of in like a day and a half just because you know nobody wants to be an asshole. But in this case, the only asshole here is Donald Trump. Like, the the, the Senate. Like the uh, Nancy Pelosi, and you can hate her, or love her, no matter what. I don't give a shit. I don't, you know, she's not related to me. I don't work for her. But you know, she just passed, like she passed the exact same bill that a hundred, you know, it passed a hundred to zero in the Senate to refund the government, and they kicked it back. They're like, no, we can't do it because they know Donald Trump would veto it. Like they, they know they won't do it. Yeah. Right. Well, they know they right. don't have the override the power in the Senate yeah. anyway. So. We can talk about how the veto has just been. It's now a word veto. Like nobody, he doesn't sign the paper. You know, a lot anymore, but um, we've had some really big weird things. Like, apparently, um, uh, Mick Mulvaney, who is our, our, not our, I guess our, you know, Donald Trump's uh, acting chief of staff right now. He wanted to put the acting in there because he doesn't want to do this job forever. But apparently, in during at the beginning of the month, during the um, some talks with uh, Democrats, and this is why I actually believe this really is true, because Democrats and Republicans are in the room together, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, um, he blew up at Nick Mulvaney because he said, um, we fucked it all up. And here's the quote. He's like, stop, stop, just stop. What are you doing? You're fucking it all up, Mick. And then he just walks out of the room. Because Mick Mulvaney had apparently offered the Democrats $1.8 billion in border security to, to open the government back up. See, now, like, that would be a reasonable thing. Like, okay, like, and, I, and, and that, that, you know, I could see why that makes Trump look shitty because he's made such a big deal out of this number $5 billion, so now he can't approve one point eight or whatever. Um, but that would be a great thing. You don't even have to say that's all the money. So, okay, we'll give you we'll give you a billion and a half dollars to do this shit, and then we'll reopen the government, and then we'll keep talking about further border security down the line. Um, you know, consider it a down payment, and, and that would be perfectly reasonable. I would be okay with that, and I'm one of those people that doesn't want them to budge an inch unless they get something. So – um, you know, but no, he won't do it because it, it's it's a pride thing for him. And in all honesty, he, right now he's only playing to that like 30, 35 percent base. That's what he's worried about because mm-hmm. that yep. speech he gave yeah. uh, didn't add anything new to the topic. It didn't. You it know, didn't do it, anything. It, it didn't. It didn't bring anyone in. All it did was the the placate that like 30, 35 percent of his base that are super into Infowars and QAnon. So. Uh, you know, and that's all he cares about. And as long as that's all he cares about, he's never going to budge on it, I don't think, which means like you're going to end up in a situation where the, this drags on and people start running into some real serious issues and it is his fault. And then then we'll see what happens. But, you know, yeah. well, was that last Tuesday? Yeah, was, was, we were texting back say, about like, that. Ben was texting me. He's like, how excited? I was like, oh, I'm fucking I'm fucking pumped because I was ready to like make a dinner when it happened. So I could be standing in the kitchen like basically eight inches away from a TV, just like soaking it up. And then he started talking and I was like. Is this fucking it? Like, this is this is so yeah, shitty. No, it was, yeah. it was like, a campaign for, speech. It, it, yeah, exactly. Aside, you know, Your Honor, can we have a, a sidebar over here? The Republican Party loved to talk about teleprompters when not when when Barack Obama was president because Barack Obama was a fantastic orator. Like Barack Obama could give a speech, and I know the presidents of the United States don't have don't want to give all the speeches they have to give. Like Donald, but Donald Trump is painfully obvious when he gives a speech he doesn't give a shit about because when he gives a shit when yeah. he gives a speech yeah <laughs> it really so is with, right. with, i mean 
You can say a lot about the fact that Barack Obama used a teleprompter all the time. Well, they all use fucking teleprompters, you fuck sticks. But at least Barack Obama respected the American people enough to fake it. Okay? When Donald Trump mm-hmm. gives a speech that's not about him, like, like watch a speech. What? Okay, compare that eight-minute speech that he gave about the, the crisis at the border to any fucking eight minutes of his campaign rallies and see which one he's more jazzed up about. Because he gets to talk about himself at the campaign, talk about how big his dick is and how awesome he is. But in that one, he had to stare. He had to sit in this little room that he probably thought smelled funny, and he had to stare at a camera and like talk about shit he didn't care about because everybody on talk radio that he doesn't know and doesn't listen to is calling him a pussy. Like, I was, Ben texted, like, was sending me messages the whole time. I was like, oh, I'm so excited. Then, like, after, I was like, the fuck was that? It was was one of the biggest disappointments I had. I mean, I was expecting some crazy grandstanding. I I was expecting his speeches to his his people, you know, whenever he's standing on a stage down in eastern Kentucky in Richmond. Well, but weren't there I mean, reports about him? Like he specifically had said, like he didn't want to give that speech. People made him do it. He didn't want to give that speech, and he also did. Yeah, the one Tuesday night, speech. he didn't want to do the Oval Office address, and he also didn't want to go down to the border because he didn't want to be bothered by it because he knew nothing was really coming. Yeah, going down to the yeah, going down the border is oh, one of the dumbest things he could have done. I don't know if you guys have paid attention to all that coverage, but he talked about wheels for like seven minutes. Like, he was standing there talking to fucking Sean Hannity. And I, we could do an entire we could do an entire podcast on the relationship between ha- Sean Hannity and, and the President of the United States. Because Sean Hannity is, has secured himself as the number one talk radio host in the nation. Based almost solely, like, he usurped, um, oh, God. He's the guy that's always on that talks about, like, debt, the debt crisis. Dave Ramsey. Like, yeah. So Ramsey, like, yeah. Hannity was like two or three with Dave Ramsey, and he totally leapfrogged Dave Ramsey. And, and Rush Limbaugh is now the number one talk, in, most influential talk radio host in the nation, solely based on the fact that the fucking sitting POTUS calls him every other night. And he sat there at the border and talked to Donald Trump, and he was like trying to ask him questions. And he's going to ask him questions about, and I want to talk to you both about the same topic too, about whether or not he should make a national emergency, declare a national emergency. He's made one, trust me, yes. But declare one. And first of all, Donald Trump couldn't answer that question. Couldn't really decide what law. He said, oh, I'm totally allowed to do it with the law. Couldn't tell you what law it was. Couldn't tell him what, you know, breadth of, of, you know, powers that would give him. But then just looked over at one of the fucking Secret Service mobiles and was like, you see that? Those are really expensive and it's got wheels. Wheels have been around forever. So have walls. And like Sean Hannity, who is the is basically a fucking spray painted potato, was like, "What?" Like it was, and then yeah. he just kept talking about him. <laughs> it just went on and on and on. You're like, "Yeah, well, I kind of know where he was going with it." I don't think he ever made a point. I could listen. Wheels to about are that. an ancient invention, and so are walls, and they both work. Man, when when this was this? Was this Thursday when he went to, to the border? border? Yeah, Thursday. Oh, I, Thursday. I actually did not yeah. see that somehow. It was it pretty funny. Fun. Yeah, he goes, you, you see that? You yeah. see that car over and of there? Of course, he had to point out that it costs a lot of money. It's expensive, but it has wheels. And everybody was like, you could watch the crowd around him, like look at each other, like, the fuck's he going with this? Wheels? And he's like, you know, wheels are ancient. So's are walls, but they both work. Like what? Oh, all right, so. That's a good segue into this declaration of powers bullshit. So he wants to 
he was talking about declaring a national emergency, which would be a very authoritarian way of sidestepping the legislative process. Um, he's allowed to do it. He's very much allowed to do it. But he really shouldn't do it for this thing. No, I mean, and 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 the, the and this is kind of another one of those broken record things, but and it sets a real <laughs> shitty precedent. Like so, um, you know, there's eventually going to be a Democrat in office. So what happens? How are these guys going to react? Who are all about? Who are all support this? When a Democrat in office declares, you know, gun violence is a national emergency, so I'm going to infect these gun control or, uh, uh, you know, uh, gun control. Um, measurements to 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 help curb the gun violence um are they going to be okay with it then right. probably Shay, not let me just, i don't want to interrupt you Shay, or cut you off a little bit, but let me drop in our uh, this week in jowls here our lou dobbs quote was about this so lou, yeah so lou dobbs had on jason chaffetz you guys know who that is he's, he's know the name he's a little chipmunk motherfucker that uh resigned his post he was he was head of uh, the house oversight committee when Donald Trump won election, oh, okay, okay, and he okay, yeah. uh, he dropped that job toot sweet because there's no reason, there's no way he was going to be reelected. He either did his job and did oversight on Donald Trump, and then his supporters would fucking throw him over the vote, or if he didn't do his, uh, I'm sorry, if he did his job, but you know his supporters would throw him over the vote, and it's not like the Democrats are going to vote for him. And if he didn't do his job, he was still going to get fucking voted out. So he just fucking quit. So he's now a Fox News contributor. So this little chipmunk is on, um, you know, Lou Dobbs' show on uh, Fox News Business, which is Fox News for people who can't get on Fox News. This guy has got a punchable oh, uh, face. Chaffetz? Oh, yes. He, he's a yes. blue. You, he... Not that I condone the violence, yeah. <laughs> but he looks like he looks like, like if you were just going to pick a person randomly out of a crowd right. to sock right in the mouth, and, he'd be and the guy you And when you socked him, he would make the noise and behave very much like Pauly Shore and son-in-law when he got punched. He kind of looks like Mark Goldman from Family yeah. Guy, but with black so, hair. Lou Dobbs is interviewing Jason Chaffetz, and he's got uh, uh, Mo Brooks on the line, or also on the show, who is the representative from Louisiana, if I'm not mistaken. You guys can fact check me on that if you want to, but Mo Brooks doesn't sound like he's from the North, so he'll give you that. Uh, but, but here's the quote from Lou Dobbs. In all seriousness here, you said you said that you would prefer you implied at least you would prefer he not declare a national emergency. I think it's the only way forward here. He is otherwise not going to. Uh, there's not going to be a solution. I believe that the way forward here is for for him to declare a national emergency and simply sweep aside the recalcitrant left in this country. They have and they have obstructed, resisted, and subverted for too far too long. That sounds like Lou Dobbs wants a goddamn genocide. Yeah, that that's crazy. That is fucking crazy. Now, um, I'm not entirely convinced that his neck waddle is not some sort of alien parasite that's attached itself to him, so that he and is like yeah. making him say these things. But I'm also a fan of Occam's Razor, so he's probably right. just a piece of well, shit. Later, uh, um, he uh, that is fucking well, to, ridiculous. To your point before I show you about how eventually there's going to be a Democratic uh, president. Uh, later, uh, Mo Brooks comes on and goes, "Yeah, I'm not really about that because he knows very goddamn well there's going to be a Democratic senator. Or, I'm sorry, Democratic president later that's going to say what Shay said. Like, you know what's a, a national emergency? This whole." global warming thing i actually got some data to back that up so guess what coal companies you're fucked yeah and and honestly like that's one of those things that like i if that happened i'm not saying like i oh man like that's that's not something that we want to get into where where the uh the they declare in a state of emergency and just go hey 
uh, this whole entire industry. You either got to, you know, change this shit or now if you're talking like I'm declaring a state of national emergency and I'm going to invest X billion dollars to solve the problem, yeah. that's different. But if you just try like, yeah, but I mean, that's which, which would you know, I'd be OK with. I'd agree with that. But again, I, that still sets a bad precedent. I wouldn't want to do it for that exact reason. And that's and that's what he's. I mean, basically, you're, he's just trying to go around people telling him no, so he can get his way. And you pull funding from the military or from wherever he pulls the funding from to do that. But yeah, I mean, you're right though. It sets a weird precedent. Also, too, I mean, even if he's not, even let's say he is, let's say he's reelected right. for argument's sake, it's it's not gonna. This wall's not gonna be built by then anyway. Oh fuck! So no. what's gonna happen is if someone else is gonna come oh, in, yeah. they're gonna stop it anyway. I mean, and it's just, it's, it's becoming, you know, for him to do this because he's not getting his way is ignorant. And it's, it's to the point where it's just become laughable and all these, and you're right, these 800,000 people who aren't getting paid. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if they voted for him or not, but they're not going yeah. to the next time. And, and I think Ben, I think, oh God, I don't, I think it was Sam Cedar who is uh, the host of the majority report. And they've got, they, they're really great about just like, going straight at the nuts and bolts. Like, yeah, they'll make fun of Lou Dobbs's, you know, neck waddle like Shay and I will, but they're like, all right, ad hominem, ad hominem. And they'll get, try to get, get to the actual point. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think it was Sam Cedar who said just what you were saying, like, you know, the Democrats should have just given him the fucking $25 billion for the wall and to get DACA. If he would have signed that, like, I think that was his point. It's like, if he would have signed that agreement, that'd be great. Because then when the Democrats take the house, like they were almost certain to do, they just defund the shit out of it. Right. Like, yeah, fuck it. You're ever done. Yeah. yeah. This is what, which is what they would do. And we'd probably be in the same yeah. situation oh, we likely. are now. Most likely. Yeah. The other My weird manner. thing about this whole shutdown. So the other thing that happened just today, I don't know if Cher or Ben have had, had seen this, but apparently Lindsey Graham, Donald Trump sycophant, as of late, you know, Donald, uh, Lindsey Graham, remember, said, you know, he was a horrible person, shouldn't even be the president. But now he's, he's done a 180 on Donald Trump. He proposed, uh, what you were both just saying, that we should fund the government in all of its forms, just like, you know, put a, put a tack in this, this government, this, this wall thing, put it over here. We'll argue this out on the Senate floor, House floor, when we get everybody paid. You know, that's what Lindsey Graham proposed today. Donald Trump flat out rejected it. Now, here's some gossip and innuendo, which is what the, the Woods cast is all about. Apparently, the word on the street, now I'm getting this from a... Uh, DC Tribune. D, I'm sorry, DC Tribune. dot org publication. It's it's a you know you can you can look this article up. I'll, I'll you know I can send it to you, but um, DC Tribune has an article up that says the reason that that Lindsey Graham is groveling before Donald Trump and these things is because Donald Trump is has got some dirt on Lindsey Graham, and that dirt is specifically some kind of very fucked up kink that Lindsey Graham is into. That, now, I, now, I mean, now I would not be surprised. I'm right, into some weird right, shit. But, but... You're, but you're not a senator. Now, the other thing, the other thing that struck me, you're right. Yeah, very yeah. true, very true. We're both young. Um, the, uh, this struck me as like, Okay, so Donald, uh, not Donald Trump. Um, Lindsey Graham is a lifelong bachelor, so it's always been this this wink, wink, nod, nod. He's gay, right? And he's always said he's not gay. Yeah. And that's just kind of like, okay, well, he's just not married. Not a big deal. Like I never really thought that Lindsey Graham was gay, 
But reading this article, apparently that's the open secret in Washington that Lindsey Graham is gay. He's always out with young men, but just nobody brings it you know, brings it up because he's the senator from South Carolina. And I was like, okay, well, like that's kind of fucked up. But like, what kind of kink would Donald Trump? Like, it's so fucking funny that after everything we've heard about getting spanked with your own fucking you know magazine and and that you got this little toad penis and like all this that Donald Trump has fucking anything on anybody at this point. Is laughable. Uh, no, well, I mean, it's not, I don't think it's laughable. It makes perfect sense that somebody in his position would have the information. Like, the difference between the shit with Donald Trump and Lindsey Graham is that Donald Trump's had this kind of shit in the headlines for decades. So, there is a bit of like, when you hear that Donald Trump likes to get spanked with magazines with his face on it, you just kind of laugh and go, well, fucking course he does. He's Donald Trump. Um, Lindsey Graham hasn't spent the last 40 years being having that kind of shit in headlines, so if it starts getting blown up in the tabloids, I think he would have a problem with it. Well, with Donald Trump, too, it's, it's just another day at the office when he hears that kind of stuff. You know, like, oh, yesterday good. or 20 years ago. Well, and the thing is with Lindsey Graham, even if he is gay, you talk about a time to you talk about a time for that to be something. I mean, it, it's it's you know right. it used to be ridiculed. Yeah. It used to be you know looked down. Now nowadays, I mean, practically you're you're praised and held up, and they'll have a parade for you. Won't be a pride parade, but it'd be a parade. Yeah, if Lindsey Graham were to come out before his next re-election, he'd be a fucking shit. Well, I don't know in South Carolina. I don't know South Carolina. They're the, they're the ones that are worried about who's peeing in what fucking stall, and then it turns out that all the ones that are getting yep. caught are Republicans. All right, all right. So yeah. let's take. I got two more things. So we got new Democratic candidates. We can gloss over that. That's pretty quick because it's a. Uh, yeah, whatever. But we got four things we got to talk about as far as Mueller's going to be right up Donald. Speaking of, of being in or out of somebody's b-hole, Donald Trump's got a, 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 some problems coming his way. Uh, so let's take a break. Go take a take a tinkle and get some beers if you need them. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back and we are going to try to knock out the last couple topics before we piss off Katie and um, we've uh, run the numbers. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure we don't care if we piss off Katie, so... That's true. We're, we're that's, more, what the, that's what the recent polling says. Yeah, we are more worried about Benjamin's uh, cell phone than we are about Katie's um, idea of how... Oh, there's a fight. We have a fight in, we have a fight in the podcast now. Ben, yeah, this, 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 again, this, a bit, not a visual is, medium, but this uh, is Frederick. a dog here. Right? Uh, this is Frederick. Do, boy. Yeah, he's about three months old, and uh, he hates Donald Trump as well. Oh, good for him. I can see he's brown. Of course he does. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. So let's talk. Okay. The, the next couple of topics I have, let's, um, I want to talk about how Donald Trump has had a very, very bad, no good week. So uh, we'll get into that in some detail. Let's just gloss over. We got some new candidates here. Some have already shit to bed. Um, I actually want to get, uh, Ben, your, uh, after I do a quick rundown here. I want to get your opinion because you're more in the middle of the road than Shay and I are by far. So, by so, far, th- yeah, accurate. by far, yeah. So uh, this week we got uh, Tulusi uh, Gabbard. I'm probably messing her name all up, but she is a representative from Hawaii. Uh, she announced her run today. So we, uh, as of today, we already knew that Julio. Cat- uh, I'm sorry, Julian Castro was going to run. We, we were pretty sure about that. Damn it, excuse me. He also announced this week. So we have two new announcements this week. Um, the full list of uh, the full list of Democrat. I'm sorry, the full list of candidates for the 2020. Oh God damn you, internet! There we go. 
So right now, the full list of uh, candidates for the 2020 election are Julian Castro, who's former Secretary of Housing for the Obama administration. You've got John Delaney, who is the um, U.S. Representative from Maryland. He filed like in 2017. He's the he's the dad candidate. I know nothing else about him. I'm sure he's a great guy. You got to Lucy Gibbard, uh, Gabbard. I'm sorry, um, Representative from Hawaii. You've got Richard Ojeda from West Virginia. That's a joke candidate, if there is one. Um, you've, got, you've got Elizabeth Warren, Senator from Massachusetts, and, of course, Donald Trump, uh, who is the incumbent uh, Republican candidate. The um, the, the reason, uh, you know, of course, I always want to uh, talk about whenever somebody jumps in, um, Julian Castro, I think, is a great candidate. I got no problem with him. He's going to he'll do fine. I kind of wanted him to be Hillary Clinton's running mate in 2016, but that didn't turn out. Um, uh, Toulouse uh, Gabbard, I didn't know shit about her except that her name and where she was from until apparently she uh, just came out, it came out today that she worked for her dad's anti-LGBTQ uh, um, business. And so she got some really bad quotes when in her time as a state representative. So this quote she has from being a state representative where they were trying to pass same-sex uh, marriage in Hawaii says, to try to act if there is a difference between civil unions and same-sex marriage is dishonest, cowardly, and extremely disrespectful to the people of Hawaii. As Democrats, we should be re um, representing the views of the people, not some small number of homosexual extremists. And who was that again? That's, the, uh, that's representative the Hawaiian. from Hawaii. Yeah. Get, uh, What's her name again? To Lucy Gabbard. So she's done. That was fun. Good good luck there. Really glad she threw her name in the ring. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah, that was that was yeah, well fuck her then. I mean honestly <laughs> most of most of these jackholes that are announcing right now aren't probably gonna be there they're not gonna make it to the end anyway. Like right. I mean, even uh uh what um Castro, he's only polling He's not polling well. He's 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 behind all. He's behind Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders and pretty much everybody else you'd expect. But I like him. Um, uh, no, I, I'm not really going to be paying too much attention to it until we get closer to the actual like. You're exactly full right. On. You're exactly right. And, yeah. Ben, I know you want to say something, but before you you say something, Shay's right, and that we're really early in it. But the thing I thought was really interesting this week was that. Um, in the latest straw poll, like, you know, everybody gets in too soon. Like, everybody that's in now, you go like, oh, you're in too soon. You gotta, you know, be a big name to, to wait it out. But Elizabeth Warren, she got in, everybody's like, you know, she's just so flash in the pan, kind of thing, she's gonna get in. But she got in early enough to kind of dominate the conversation, and now she's polling, she, she jumped up above Joe Biden in the last straw poll of, you know, 2020. So, like, it can work out. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and, and then, like, with Elizabeth Warren, I, I don't really think there's, like, and, and it's, it's the only big thing that, I, that really she has going against her for me was just how fucking stupid the whole, you know, Native American DNA test, publishing your DNA results, like, right. Jesus Christ. Like, I don't want to see... I want to see the Democrats play hardball, but I don't want to see them get down on Trump's level. And that's exactly what she did with that. Like, what she should have done is when she he called her Pocahontas, she, she should have been like, all right, well, whatever. Let's talk about the issues and just fucking go right forward. Well, no, what she should but, have said was, you know what? That's fucking racist. Yeah, like, and you're I, racist, and we're not even going to – I'm not even going to indulge that bullshit. Let's talk about the issues. Like, because, the, the whole publishing her DNA results and all that shit makes her look like such a fucking jackass. Yes. But I like her, and if she were to be the candidate, I would absolutely vote for her. 
Ben, as the middle of the road guy, what are your thoughts on a Democratic candidate at this point? Like, we're still a fucking year. Like, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even worry about uh, candidates until we're in like May or June. Yeah, was is Beto gonna run? Uh, probably, most likely. Yeah, I'm. I mean, you know, the, I think Elizabeth Warren she'll be out. I'm not even sure she'll make it to the to the Democratic debates. Um, even if she's pulling ahead of Biden now. I think it's gonna be Biden, Rourke, and then Bernie's gonna be in there as as a Democrat or, or whatever he runs as his his socialism platform. But um, I mean, I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be Joe Biden basically. Um, I, from where we are today to whenever the election happens, it's gonna be Trump and Biden. And I mean, he has such a good narrative as far as a candidate goes. Like he's he does the whole Biden. Biden. Because Biden. he can say like, because he goes out there and he says, "Listen, you, you know, I was going to run against Trump because I could have beat him, but I didn't because my son died and I regret it. So now I'm trying to run to make up for what I should have." You know, there, there. He could do a really good narrative. Um, I don't know if I would. The only way I'd like Biden to run is if he had him, like, if if he had a much younger. And this is true for anybody. I want the VP to be a lot younger. Like Bernie yeah. Sanders, I, I like Bernie Sanders, but I'm all burned out. At this point, because he's going to be like <laughs> well, ninety five thousand years old but, by the time but, the election yeah, runs. I am also, not a Sanders fan at all. But but also, let's Shay, let's flip that coin. Um, Joe Biden has been in the Senate for like fucking thirty eight years or something. He's got a lot of dumb shit that's going to come up yeah, if he runs. There are and like, I, that's no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, if they, Trump can win, anyone can. There, <laughs> yeah, Ben nailed it right there. But what's going to happen in the primary for Biden is he's going to get hammered from the far left for all of the moderate votes he passed yeah. in the A's. He's going to get absolutely fucking hammered on that shit. Ben's right in a general election. That wouldn't fucking matter because no. ben, Biden can just like point to Trump at a debate and be like, y'all fucking kidding me? Like, look at that. I think maybe one of the reasons he didn't run two years ago I don't think I think he knew he couldn't beat Hillary. Yeah, yeah. I you think know, he couldn't I mean, either. Yeah. And I think the party wanted Hillary as well, and he was willing to sidestep or, or, or take a back seat for the sake of the party. Yeah, and we're um, done with that at this point. Yeah, well, yeah. I I've had people legitimately ask me straight up, "Hey, would you vote for Hillary again?" I was like, "No, I don't want her to fucking run." Like, no. That's a thing. Literally, that is a legitimate thing on the right. It like Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney, John McCain, George W. Bush, like those guys all came in second the first time they ran for president. And then the next time they were the candidate. It's almost like that's the like the sorting order on the Republican side. Like, all right, if you were the the, the first runner up in this 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 primary, you're definitely gonna get it next year. Yeah. And they just know that, so they hang around. Um so yeah, like, and and I'm not that way at all. And the Democratic Party, for the most part, isn't that way at all. So it helps out. So, um, you know, so that's the thing. Yeah, Joe Biden's just gonna have so much shit to deal with. Um, I don't really care about Donald Trump or, or uh, Elizabeth Warren's, you know, wherewithal about her or DNA. Um, we'll just see. We'll just have to see. We'll just have to see what comes out. I really think at the end it's going to come down to which, like, it, it really is going to come down to how that person performs on stage across from Donald Trump. Like, that's, yeah, yeah that's what it's going to be. Like, well, it needs to be, and, and. I don't no, think that can, that, that, that can't be Warren. He'll eat her alive. I don't know about I that. Mean, He's I, kind of a dipshit. She's a pretty smart lady. 
So is Hillary, and and I just I just don't I don't think Warren really has enough um, clout, I guess, to, to 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 be the candidate. In, in my opinion, I just really don't. Um, I think there's I think there's more people better qualified than her. Well, um, I, I I would agree uh, too because she's also like Shay said she's she's pretty fucking old as you know candidates go, and uh, we need some younger blood in the party. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, and. Um, I, I think you're going to have a tough time with a. I, uh, I think I think it's going to have a tough time with a female as well. Well, I think I think, yeah. I think it's, it's going to have to be a male. I mean, that's just uh, the way the world is nowadays. Well, and also, you were talking about. I think I think, personally think Elizabeth Warren could give as good as she gets to Donald Trump because she would say facts and he would just say generalities. She could she could whittle him down to make him look dumb pretty quick. That's fine. Hillary Clinton didn't think she'd have to do that. She wasn't prepared to just be like, be told that he he would send her to jail, and she was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Like, you know, that's a thing. But um, Chris Matthews was talking about like one of the things you have to think about in the primaries, which is uh, I'm not good at thinking about this either. But Chris Matthews pointed out is like you have to think about where the primaries start and who can win what based on proximity. So like. If Elizabeth Warren is polling well in Iowa, and if she can win Iowa, and then the next the next one after that is New Hampshire, which is right next door to Massachusetts, so they know her really well. Like, if she can build a momentum, then she could just knock everybody out. And like that, that's the kind of thing that I don't, I don't, I don't know enough inside baseball to pay attention to myself personally. But like, that's the kind of thing that could upend the things we're talking about. Like I, I personally like Kamala Harris a lot and she's apparently going to get into the race as well because she's a prosecutor. I loved it when she was asking, Oh God, I forget which, I forget which, uh, uh, Senate hearing it was. And she like asked the question. She got an answer. She asked the question again, got an answer. And then she goes, are you sure that's the answer you want to put forth? And one of my one of our you know one of our friends Adam on that's been on the podcast is like you know when a prosecutor asks you the same question three times and then asks you if you want to stick with that answer they know you're fucking lying. And I was like, that's great. Like that's the kind of person I want against Donald Trump in a debate where they're like, seriously, you want to say the greatest president ever? Really? You'll say it one more yeah. time. Like yeah. that's fine. But like like Ben said, like Shay has said, we got to wait for a while. We got to see how it shakes out. Um, I guess at this point, I don't know about you, Ben. Uh, there was there were some reports that you did not vote last time. I'm sorry. Did you vote last time? Yeah. Who'd you vote? I for? voted. I voted for Hillary. Oh, Rachel lied to me. Rachel said no. I couldn't vote, vote for Donald Trump. Oh, no. Okay. Whenever uh, we came to your house, I voted that day. She said that. He, oh boy, she's got a shot. Yeah. I'm gonna make her take a shot then. But I guess as people who did not vote for Donald Trump, I guess the final question you got to ask yourself at the end of the day is, is there a candidate that's going to come through the Democratic primary process that you'd be like, fuck that person, I'm with Donald Trump? Probably not, no. I don't think I could do it either. No, but uh, we're, we, uh, we, we, we are not... <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. Under no circumstances. Um, I got, I, as soon as Shay's done, I got, I got a, I got a uh, would you rather for you, Ben. Um... So I, I just it, it it people like me and you, Justin, are not the people that these that need to be courted. The people that need to be courted are people who voted for Donald Trump and aren't happy with how he, <clears throat> excuse me, how he's behaved 
and people who voted for Obama and then voted for Trump. Like those are your two yeah. big demographics. Right. Like that 30, 35 percent of dummies that just are all about it. Just forget about them. It doesn't matter. They're going to vote for him no matter what. Even if he walked into the living room and kicked their dog in the balls, they would still vote for him. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those things like it. I can't imagine anyone. I, like even if Hillary ran a second time and she was the one that went against him, I would either vote for her or write in Godzilla, one of the two. Like, but I would still vote. I don't know, but uh, I, I can't imagine they would come up with someone I just wouldn't vote for because there there are reasons I like I could get a candidate. Like if Bernie Sanders ran, I could get behind Bernie Sanders. I want to say the same thing I've always said. I, I respect him because he's been saying the same shit for thirty years. Like yeah. there's there's nothing new there. Um, but That's he's too he's old. So. Yeah, so who's his VP? Like, if you get me somebody who's uh, – you get Bernie Sanders and somebody maybe a lot younger uh, who has that kind of charisma, I'd be all right with it. Like, unless it was just like, hey, we're going to run Hillary Clinton and Snoop Dogg. They's their yeah. VP. I'm not going to – you know, I might have a problem with that, although Snoop Dogg's pretty funny, yeah. so. I'd vote for Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Um, I, I have to tell you – one of the I, I look at I like Justin knows me I'm more middle of the road and I'm not really I'm not I'm not Democrat Republican leaning either way I, I look at the issues and there's a lot of things under Obama I, th- I think Obamacare was a complete mess I always have I don't think it was a very good policy I do think people should be insured I just think they went about it the wrong way well, so yeah. if if you have somebody like that who's gonna try who's gonna have the same some of the same some of the same things that Obama did that I didn't care for, then yeah, I could see myself voting for Trump. But at the same time, it would have to be a multiple dozens of things for me to say, yeah, I'm going to vote for him instead. I won't just vote for the candidate because he's the party's candidate. Um, Cause I just, I look at a, a couple of things. I can't vote for Bernie Sanders. I think Bernie Sanders, if he was elected president, this would, we would just be in a complete and total just firestorm of what the hell's going on. I mean, that's him what we're wanting, in right now. But that's but literally I, what our government is right now. But economically, our government is literally yeah. reality TV right now. We're already there. Economically, though, the country's actually doing fairly well. I know a lot of I know there's always a trickle down effect for the first couple of years whenever there's a change, especially when there's a change in office from Democrat to Republican or vice versa. So but, I'm, I'm gonna throw this out. This this is very important for me to frame any argument I have moving forward. Uh, I'm gonna be one of the few people who says like the economy is not the end-all, beat-all. If the economy is fucking doing well, but we're a laughing stock on the world stage, and all these uh, disenfranchised minority groups are getting fucked, and the government's stealing land to build an inefficient wall, and they're destroying the healthcare system, I don't really give a shit if our national growth is good, because that that's like that's too Machiavellian. Like just because there's profit at the end of the day doesn't mean the quality of life is there for the rest of the American yeah. people. Yeah. Well, and that's actually one thing. You know, I think one of the most important things is 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 healthcare. For and and for him and for him to to say Obamacare is bad, for him to start repealing Obamacare and all that. The problem is he's focused on the wall. He should be focused on let's. What are you going to do to fix it? What are you going to do to change it? You can't exactly. just say, okay, guys, no more Obamacare. By the way, you have no insurance. That's just. I mean, that's just kind of how it's going to work. Now, certain things. I mean, you're you're right to a point on certain things about it, but. When it comes to like, when it comes to Trump, just basically saying, or can I vote for him? Probably not. But also, it'd have to be, you know, who's the other candidate? I, I couldn't vote for Bernie. Just like I can't do it. I mean, 
to to Shay's point, yes, the, we are in we are in a kind of a fucking whirlwind of policy and, and morals right now. To Ben's point, Donald Trump has done exactly what I had hoped he would do. He has continued almost all of Barack Obama's trend lines. You know, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it really point, has. Like when when Donald Trump won, my biggest fear was not that the world, like America, would end as it is right now. My biggest fear was that. Donald Trump's personality and world outlook would impress upon the United States more, you know, more than, you know, just being a candidate. And that's my problem. Like, I, I hoped my, my best hope was that Donald Trump would continue most of like what Barack Obama had done. All those trend lines are in the same direction. Uh, unemployment is trending, still trending down. If you actually run the numbers, Donald Trump's unemployment numbers are uh, trend line is worse than Obama's by like. 0.02%. Something so stupid. Yeah, something I, I, so minuscule. I ran the numbers myself. I know what it is. It's something so stupid yeah. I don't bring it up in the podcast. Um, uh, job growth has increased just basically where it is. Um, the only thing that really fucking bugs me about the uh, Donald Trump economy is the GDP numbers because Sean Hannity's lied about him for eight years. That, that, like, that just goes right up my spine. And like Sean Hannity himself has got me and I hate to say this, cheering against the American economy so that Donald Trump doesn't hit 3% growth because Donald, because Sean Hannity has lied about that for eight years. Like, it would just make me happy to tweet Sean Hannity that, you know, his first full, like... Yeah. Full, it's going, it's, it's going to hit 3%. Well... I mean, it's, look, it's looking like it will. Well, um, actually, it would have fucking nailed 3% if not for this government shutdown. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Um, yep. Because... Sean Hannity said, like, I was, like, driving, I was driving to work one day, and Sean Hannity goes, well, Barack Obama's first president has never hit 3% GDP growth annually. I was like, well, that doesn't sound right. Like, I feel like I'd have heard that from other people other than this fucking flat-headed dipshit on Fox News. So I look it up, and he's right. Like, on an annual average, Barack Obama did not hit 3% annual GDP growth, but he would, like, spike up to 7, 7.5 GDP. Like, mm-hmm. there were times when Barack Obama killed it for that quarter then donald trump gets elected and three quarters of gdp growth after that uh uh, i'm sorry the second gdp growth after that um quarter we hit like 3.2 or something like that and sean hannity went absolutely fuck nuts with this huge heart on about it i was like wait a minute how many quarters are in a year you fuck stick because like and i was tweeting the shit out i was emailing the show i was trying to trying to call like of course he's not gonna respond to me but like, that's the only reason I give a shit about the GDP is because Sean Hannity lies about it so much. Would it be great if we had 5.5% annual GDP growth? Yes, it would be awesome. I just want Sean Hannity to fucking get hit by a bus. That's my, that's my point. <laughs> that's where I was going with this rant, I guess. Um, to your point, Ben, I understand that you're more in the middle of the road and there are Democratic candidates that you would not want to get behind. I said something similar to a friend of mine. He goes, well, this was before, you know, Kanye West went all, went all, um, you know, MAGA hat. But he was like, well, just imagine this in 2020 or like say 2024, it's uh, Kanye West versus um, uh, Rick Santorum. Who do you vote for? Like, I still haven't, I still haven't responded. I don't know. Kanye all the way. And I don't, I don't want to vote third party because those fuckers fuck up everything all the time. Well, so talk about a time whenever they would win. Oh um, god! Yeah, I, yeah. You would I, see I, a sixty percent yeah. increase, and in, like it would be like whatever Green Party candidate gets eighty percent of the vote. Yeah, I, I personally, I, I will 
I will vote for Biden if he is the if he is the candidate. I probably will vote oh, vote, for, vote Biden. for Biden. Heartbeat against Trump. Yeah, yeah it's, not, it's not even that funny. I, I, yeah, I would vote for Biden if he ran against Trump because I honestly believe that if you put Biden toe to toe with Donald Trump on a debate stage, he's gonna he's gonna do a good job because Joe Biden's kind of a dick. Like he's not. You know, he's got a lot of shitty stuff in his history, but if you put him in a situation where he's like in a good role and he's cracking jokes, you know, he knows what he's talking about and he could be pretty funny and charming. And if you throw somebody like, I don't you could get that on fucking Biden, you know, Biden Beto 2020, that would be a ticket I could get behind. Throw Biden on there because he gets the old rich white dude. Biden There's actually going, been a lot then, of talk about that. Yeah, actually, I know. Biden has said yeah. he would he would run for one term and take a younger yeah blah blah blah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know, and and I could see it, but like, I, and again, like I it's I I just it's it's all about who 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 can go uh you know the who has the chops policy wise and, and can go toe to toe with Donald Trump. Like Hillary Clinton had the chops, but goddamn, like she was just the worst pick you could have had. Because like I mean that that's 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 she like the right and people even people on the left fetishize how much they hate hillary clinton i have no idea what market research and polling told them that was a good idea it was fucking ridiculous because like as soon as i knew she was gonna be the nominee i said oh fuck her i'm sick of this political dynasty bullshit um right. so you know and but and and you know you just need somebody with the same kind of experience which i'd say biden has he was the vice president no. so um, you know, and, and, and next to Donald Trump on that stage, he just, he looks better. It's the whole Kennedy Nixon thing all over yeah. again, although they're both like a million years old in this, you know, now, example. Yeah, I, I voted for Hillary, not because I thought she would make a good president. I just couldn't vote for him. Um, I, mean, I, I wasn't a fan of Hillary at all. Um, I think she'd make a good president. She's just not very likable. That's the, there's, those, are, those are two very different yeah, qualifiers. I, I, I didn't, yeah, I wasn't sure she was even, she would make a good president, but we don't know that anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. Those are those are data points, not not in evidence. Okay, so let's switch to. I don't know if this is. I don't know how much news this is, but Donald Trump is getting fucked by the Robert Mueller investigation, and he's had four really hard things come out this week. I feel like we should mention them so we don't have to talk about them next week. So on Tuesday, after we recorded the podcast, Shay. Manafort, um, apparently, uh, coming out that uh, it came out. Hey, Morgan, yeah. will you bring me the phone charger? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Morgan. Yeah, Morgan. Hurry up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> chop, chop, sweet up. cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so, on Tuesday, after we reported the pop. After we recorded the podcast, Shay, Manafort, apparently it was released that he had shared internal polling data with the Kremlin while he was the campaign chairman for Donald Trump. I saw thank, that. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Morgan. Justin says thank you. You're welcome, Justin. <laughs> Shay, I don't know if you know this, but I would call that collusion. Uh, sure as hell looks like it. Yep. Um, and that is that is some just fucking funny shit and again it comes back to what did he know and when did he know it exactly. I, I, I still firmly believe there could have been this conspiracy of fucking nitwits all around him that he didn't know about because he Actually, has his head up his ass if we've looked at the current administration it's almost guaranteed there's a conspiracy of nitwits yeah that's a good point 
Yeah. I mean, I get it. God, I mean, at one point, Steve Bannon worked in the White House. Remember that? Right. Uh, now, Shay, I know we hate to say this. I hate to bring, bring it up. But what would they have said if the black guy that was once president had shared internal polling data with one of our, uh, you know, global, you know, rivals? Oh, I'm pretty sure they would have stroked out. I remember them stroking out pretty much about uh, when uh, Obama got hot mic to talk during this second run for president talking about how he'd have more flexibility with Russia after he got elected because that just makes sense because you can't do anything if you're not president. So, right. um, well, yeah, they'd have freaked the fuck out. I remember them stroking out because the first lady wore a sleeveless dress, but that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, Paul Manafort, the chairman of the Trump campaign for several months. Um, yeah, he fucking colluded with Russia. That's a thing now. It's also apparently the reason why he's in solitary confinement while he um, is working on his you know a, a cooperation agreement with the Mueller uh, investigation. So that happened on Tuesday. On Wednesday, uh, Michael Cohen, you know uh, Donald Trump's former lawyer, who his law offices and hotel room were raided for you know you know the goodies. Um, who has been convicted uh, for three years, is going to spend three years in prison for uh, campaign finance violations and fraud, mm-hmm. who apparently, as we all know, if you haven't been paying attention, have been living in a cave somewhere, coordinated the payment of uh, about 230,000 people, I'm sorry, $230,000 to two people that Donald Trump uh, fucked while he was married to his current wife, um, did that right before the campaign. Uh, what a prob- guy. Yeah, probably. Well, it's not that the fact that he fucked him. I don't give a shit that he fucked him. It's the fact that he paid them off right before the campaign to make sure that this didn't hurt his chances to win the presidential election. That also doesn't bother me that much either because I'm sure he's paid off probably dozens of other women. Oh, I'm but, sure. Yeah, but where he fucked up was is this payment went through Michael Cohen, through the Trump organization, to his uh, CFO, and it was written up as legal expenses. So that's fraud. There's no other way to write that down. Like, yes, it was a campaign finance um, violation because it was money paid to help him in the campaign, you know, quote-unquote, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Our campaign finance laws were fucked. We can do a whole podcast about that. But the fact that the payment went through the Trump Trump um, organization and the CFO paid for it, paid his his personal lawyer Michael Cohen for quote unquote legal fees. He was reimbursed. Like that's fraud. That's just fucking fraud. Uh, Cohen named Donald Trump as individual one, which I still think is the funniest fucking thing ever. He is going to testify before Congress February seventh. I'm getting popcorn. I'm getting drunk. I'm calling off work that day. Is it's that going to be, be a public hearing or? Yeah. Oh, that'll Wait, be fun. February seventh. Mueller got three years. Uh, Cohen got three years Cohen for his the years. front. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mueller's not going to jail. He is the FBI. Uh, I didn't think so. Person. That's what I was. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought you said Mueller. I was like, mm. well, if Trump had his way, that's how it would go. Um, let me rephrase that. If Alex Jones had his way, that's how it would go because Alex Jones is under the impression that. Robert Mueller is part of the Democratic sex cult thing bullshit, whatever. I can't believe you actually listened to him. Oh, I listen to it every day. We actually have some news on him. He's going to get fucked. 
Yeah, I saw uh, something. Oh yeah, the yeah. uh the, that okay, so it's a victory in the sense that the defamation lawsuit against him for saying the Sandy Hook thing was a hoax is able to move forward and the plaintiffs are able to access the financial information of InfoWars regarding the Sandy Hook massacre, correct? And their yeah. in and InfoWars's internal um marketing documents. Yes. So basically, yeah, that was later. In, that's part of that's one of my woo fuckeries because you know, at any given point, uh, Alex Jones and Infowars is under uh, about eleven teen different lawsuits because they're so fucking full of shit. And in this exact point, the Sand- the Sandy Hook parents have sued him for defamation and slander. He said, "Whatever, I never lied." They pointed up, pulled up, you know, hours of video where they said that it it was a fake. You guys lied about your kids. You never had kids. They weren't killed. All this bullshit. And then he sent then then he encouraged people to go out and harass them. Like there's all these different levels to the suit. The Sandy Cook parents sued him about six months ago. Um, it's a class action suit. It's like it's like it's basically one of about twelve lawsuits that Infowars is constantly under. But they just won a huge victory in federal court because uh, Infowars tried to block them from some discovery of their, like Shay said, their their internal financial documents yeah. and their internal uh, marketing uh, documents. Where I love this because, like Shay said, it will fuck them up in so many ways. Because a, if they have their internal marketing documents, it's going to show them saying things like, "Hey." Um, I have a lot of uh, purple food coloring. Let's put it in this water and sell it as iodine drops, and we'll sell it to all these fucking dipshits. Um, it'll also say stuff like, like you know, if we can capitalize on the Sandy Hook thing, we're gonna make our make our nut. And then late, and then it's also gonna show how much money Alex Jones and Info Wars is worth, which will just totally undercut the fact that they are being quote unquote destroyed by uh, you know the the globalists, whatever. I mean, it's just it's gonna upend his whole fucking apple cart. Yeah, no, it, 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 it'll, it'll, I, I assume it'll help show how full of shit he is, but I mean, it's, it's, the problem with that is, is it's not like anyone who was already prescribing to Alex Jones's ideas and like worldview is going to see this and go, oh, okay, I need to change my opinions. They're going to go, this is the globalist. It's a conspiracy. They're out to get oh, Alex yeah. Jones. Oh, yeah, totally. But for the rest of us that don't have our heads so far up our ass, we can see the back of our own eyeballs. Uh, we're going to laugh and go, yeah, that's what I fucking thought. Uh, you're a multimillionaire, and you have a decided marketed strategy that is built around misinformation and lies. Well, that's the only thing I watch are the funny YouTube videos on him. Oh yeah, him yeah. and the, the the one young kid who goes out for him. I mean, I'll be honest, with you, I I I don't I said I don't know how you listen. I just can't listen to it. Owen Schroyer is the I guy mean, you're talking about. He's that he's that guy. He reminds me of my uncle. He thinks whoever whoever talks the loudest is the rightest. Oh yeah. You know, well, it's just—it's—it's. It's listen to me then. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you who listen to the podcast, Shay isn't talking into a mic. He's actually just speaking quietly out of his window because yep. on a quiet, <laughs> on a quiet night, when the wind is just right, especially in the winter when the air is thin and it sound travels, you can hear Shay bitch from three states away. Hey, somebody's <laughs> got to do it. Yeah. But Ben, you're exactly right. Like I will have Alex Jones up on my laptop, and Rachel says the same thing. She's like, "How can you listen to this?" Like, well, because I can hold two thoughts in my head at the same time, and this guy is hilarious. Yeah. She's like, "What are you talking about?" It's like it's it's a three hour comedy show that doesn't know it's a comedy show. But to a greater point, 
the shit that he says will bubble up in in re- Republican talking points here and there. Like this whole thing about like the border wall being a crisis. Like Jones has been talking about that for like four months before Donald Trump landed on. Like there's there's a lag time that happens where. Yeah. Yeah. There's some scene like the, the, when Donald Trump talks. I'm sorry. When when Alex Jones talks about the fact that um, there's a uh, interdimensional war on our souls. Yeah. Donald Trump's not going to pick that shit up because that doesn't sell to the the fucking maggot chodes in that you know at Walmart. But when he says like brown people are taking your jobs, like yeah, that sells. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 it's, it's all a, it's the up pipe where they polish shit. They polish that turd as it goes up. But I've had some. Uh, it's funny you mention that. I've had some like people that I work with at Argon. They're like, like I'll, I'll have it up and I'll just be doing other work over here, just kind of listen to it. It's just background noise to me. And they'll look at it and they'll look at me and like, are you really listening to Alex Jones? And I'll have to take my headphones. And like, oh yeah, it's hilarious. Like, it's hilarious. They're like, and they'll look at me and try to decide whether or not I'm buying it. And yeah, I have to they, say, like, they oh. just don't know you well enough. Yeah, I'm like, no, 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 no. no. Like this, this guy's full of complete shit, but. It's hilarious. They're like, oh, okay. Then they walk off. Yeah. But, um, so that happened. Uh, Alex Jones is getting, getting fizzed. And we always like that. Um, so Cohen agrees to testify on the 7th. Um, the Washington Post has released a report that Donald Trump uh, took notes from a interpreter after meeting with Putin and told him not to say anything about anything that was talked about while he was meeting there. This is, in my opinion, a big nothing burger because we already know that Donald Trump met with uh, Putin and Helsinki for about two hours with only the Russian interpreter there. So who the fuck gives a shit what, you know, like he's already said what he wants to say to Putin. I mean, if he's so what if he talks? So what if he meets with them? I mean, I don't, I don't understand why, why that even matters. I mean, he's a world leader. We, I mean, I know we don't have a lot of dealings with Russia, obviously, but I mean, let him go meet with them. I mean, it's not like they're exchanging briefcases full of money and for 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 favors. I mean, well, actually, I think if Donald Trump could get away for get away with that, he would. But well, I'm sure he has. Yeah, I'm sure. He, <laughs> actually, sure he has to. That, but that. Okay, so this 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 whole report and the next one the next one is a little bit more in de- in in detail, but the other one is the New York Times reports that FBI has open, opened an inquiry into Donald Trump whether or not he was a Russian asset after he fired Comey. But we've already been talking about that for about eight months, you know. And here's my point: like what Ben just said, has Donald Trump probably taken a big fucking suitcase full of money for some deal? I guarantee you, he has. You know, the only problem is he shouldn't have run for president then. Like, if you were going to, like, I say this over and over again. Like, I am sure that the, the board of, of Miller Lite, Xbox, and Captain Morgan is probably overly Republican. Apparently, if you, like, polled them right now, they'd be like, oh, yeah, like, it's like 80% Republican. Because I mean, most Republicans go into business, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't mean I'm going to stop drinking Captain Morgan because they're Republican. And I'm sure that Captain Morgan has probably cut a couple of corners in their history of business to, you know, get shit done and make a profit and make sure they don't shut down. Okay? Also, not fucking into the world. But you know yeah. who didn't run for president? The fucking board of Captain Morgan. <laughs> well, it's, it's like with the, with, they were talking about him building a hotel in, in Moscow. That's become a talking point. Okay, so he 
ventured into the idea of building a Trump Tower there. Okay, fine. If he wants to do that, he can do that. It was pre-presidential anyway. Now, granted, he's not allowed Exactly, to but he lied about it. So, well, I, yes, I get that. that. Well, yeah, I, so... I, and, I, and on on that specific topic, though, I'm, like I said, I, I I think maybe the 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 line might be skirting it. I think, yeah, do we have talks of it? Yeah, but how far did it go? I mean, right. Basically, right. they're saying if he mentioned, yeah, maybe we should build a hotel in Russia to anybody at any time in his life, then he was then the, the, somehow he's a liar. And right. you know, now granted, he can't give Putin a room on the on the. On yeah. the, and that's exactly where it gets really fucking hairy is because apparently, according to the documents and people involved, he offered uh, Putin a $50 million condo in said building if he could get it built. Like, yeah. And there yeah, was obviously going to be some kickback for it yeah. or something, tax breaks or whatever. And Shane Which... and I have talked about this before. Like you said, like it almost, of course, happened. But like Shane and I have said before, then don't be fucking like surprised when the American people want to know about your life when you run for president. Especially if you win the presidency. Your shit is open to all kinds of investigations. Except so, his tax returns. Well, the, yeah. the, the, the Democrats <laughs> now can subpoena that. They just haven't yet. That like, that's the it's... thing. Like, no, that's a trigger the Democrats could pull right now and nobody could stop them. Like, that's the thing. Like, no, they can't. I, 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 I didn't want to say that Donald Trump was just a corrupt businessman, and that's okay, because, you know, there's a lot of businesses out there that cut a lot of corners to, like, make sure that they can still pay their people, and everybody has a good, you know, all the people. I know people who do it. Right. Oh, I do, too. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do, can't. too. I'm not saying that, like, that's the end of the world. I'm not saying that you, if you own a business and employ 50 people in a small town in Iowa, and you cut this one corner or do this thing to make sure you can pay everybody that you should just be thrown right in the fucking pound me in the ass prison. That, you know, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that then you should not fucking run for president because that's going to be fucking turned up. You know, mm-hmm. people are going to look into that. And Donald Trump needs to stop looking like a deer caught in headlights every time somebody turns up some shady he did 10 years ago. Like, why the fuck are you guys even looking at me? Well, you kind of are the leader of the free world. Really? Damn. I think like, he's just playing. Yeah, right. He's almost done playing president for the first term. Yeah, and then well, maybe he, he, yeah, maybe if he, he gets lucky, he'll continue playing. You know. Yeah. Well, Shane, I, I'm I have always operated under the assumption that he, his kids, the center circle full of dipshits, thought that they were just going to parlay it into a, a better business deal and weren't aren't weren't actually going to win the presidency. You can't convince me otherwise. I, I'm I'm sorry. It's getting. More and more obvious that these fucksticks didn't know they were going to actually win. Yeah. I mean, even even Paul Manafort said, like, somebody asked him about his business dealings with the Ukraine during the election. He's like, oh, it'll only matter if we win. Yeah. And then they did. For fuck's sake. And, and then they won. Yeah. And then I, I can't imagine. Like, okay. Of course, there are uncorroborated reports that uh, Melania Trump cried during it and told Donald Trump, like, I hope, you, I hope you're happy with yourself, Dick. I think. I, th- I think that's just, like, fucking bullshit. I think there was a better circle of about 25 people on election night. They were like, fuck. Like, seriously, fuck, guys. Like, what are we going to do? Like, we I'm literally sitting won. on millions of dollars of fucking Ukraine and fucking Putin money that I shouldn't have. Yeah, it's all. It's all fun and games. 
<laughs> it's all fun and games until you win the fucking presidency, I guess. Yep. All right, so I have two things. We already talked about, okay, so that, we've gone over the Donald Trump's legal woo fuckery. Gone over the new candidates. Got him. Uh, I've already talked about this week. This week in Jowls. We've already talked about Lou Dobbs. This jiggly jiggly face. Uh, we've already talked about. You guys are really on this on the money this this week because we already talked about Alex Jones losing is going to lose his shit and it for worse. Um, we've already talked about Clemson getting fast food. Like you guys are nailing this, and I didn't even put this in the L one. Yeah. But I got one more thing to throw up before we, before we sign off today. All right. This week in Woo Fuckery, the $20 million raised for the, the wall, the GoFundMe, is going to get refunded. <laughs> didn't reach its goal, has to be refunded. It didn't oh, reach its goal. The, the one guy that did the GoFundMe thing? Right. Yeah. Right. So the one guy that did their GoFundMe, um, you know, uh, GoFundMe's uh, policy is that if you do not reach your goal, the, uh, the all the money is refunded to the people who donated it. Um, so let me get the name. Oh, I brought up the. Oh, here I'm sorry, I'm looking the wrong window. Um, Are you talking about the benefit you. concert? Oh no, that that was a hoax, unfortunately. Oh, was it? I I was actually, yeah, I was actually trying hoping for that, but apparently the GoFundMe raised over twenty million dollars for to build a wall between Mexico and the United States. The campaign was run by a guy, I'm trying to find the guy, oh, um, Mr. Colfledge, K-O-L-F-A-G-E, pronounce that however you feel like it. He has a, uh, a long, he ha- already has a history of raising money and then not giving it to the people he said it was, so I was kind of, kind of worried a little bit about where this, actually I wasn't worried at all about where this $20 million was, because I didn't give a shit. I was kind of worried that he would pocket it again, but GoFundMe will let him do it. Um, so what they have done was the $20 million that was raised. This guy said, you know, yes, we'll refund it to everybody, but if you don't want your money refunded, you can donate to his new 501c3, which is called Build the Wall Incorporated, and they will build the wall for the federal government. Fucking stupid. Now, let's just, let's just, we're just leapfrogging over the fact that they have no legal right whatsoever to be even be on the property they're going to build said wall on, let alone dig a trench and put up a fucking wall. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's go with that. He's a crook. Oh, I'm sure he is. I'm a hundred percent sure he is. And if, if, if people are dumb enough to fall for that, and God damn it, he deserves the money. (laughs) I, I kind of agree with it, Ben. I really do. Like, if, if like, if after, like, the second he threw it up, I read through it, and I thought, okay, this seems a little bit legit because of all the GoFundMes, he is throwing up all kinds of information to verify who he is, what he wants to do, where the money's going to go. Like, the, he was trying his, I think his damnedest to be as transparent as possible. Now, once I knew who he was, a quick Google show that, there are a lot of people that want to fuck their money back. They're they're fucking money back from the thing he did before about uh, disabled veterans. Mm-hmm. He said that he would he would fund a bunch of disabled veterans programs at local hospitals. Those local hospitals have never gotten their money. It was like okay, this looks kind of fishy. You know, he seemed pretty transparent. Didn't really go anywhere. Now the motherfucker, 
I would like to say he has twenty million dollars, but he does not. GoFundMe has it; they're going to refund it. the 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 really good number is going to be like how many people gave to this new Build the Wall Incorporated. Because I have a new GoFundMe too. It's called uh, "Kick Ted Cruz in the Dick" for ten dollars a shot. So, like, you know, I will start a GoFundMe, and if you give me however many million dollars, I'll kick Ted Cruz in the dick that many thousands of times. <laughs> I, I'm you know what? You can deliver on that promise. Well, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I can kick him in the in the dick way more times than this guy's going to build a mile of a wall. That's probably true. I can get, I'm sure I can get Ted Cruz at least once or twice before I'm on all the lists. Remember that whole, I don't want to go to jail, but I might thing. There you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> like the first time I kicked Ted Cruz in the dick, they're just going to be like, well, that was weird. The second time they're like, all right, well, let's look out for that big guy with the beard. <laughs> Cause he's certainly going to kick me in the dick the next time. Pretty sure his brother Shay, the guy who bitches in Denver. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> they'd be like we're gonna do a campaign stop in uh in denver for your 2024 campaign and ted cruz is like no i heard there's a guy there's one kicks me in the dick too <laughs> come yeah, to kentucky so- he can hang out with what's her name down in moorhead fuck yeah all right guys got got anything else to say before we wrap up um, I just want to point out the hilarious uh, uh, hypocrisy of um, Rand Paul going to Canada for a, a medical oh. uh, procedure. Um, I get that he's going to a privately owned hospital and that there are people from all over the world that go there. But the fact that he is flying all the way to Canada and, and he has been such a critic of socialized medicine is goddamn delicious. If I didn't need another reason to not like him. I saw the headline, but I didn't read it. I was just kind of like, I'll just, I'll just wait for the comments. And sure enough, they came piling in. So, yeah, I mean, it's basically, he's, he's flying to this private hospital because they've got a good specialist or whatever. Um, but, uh, I refuse to believe that he can't afford to get that, that procedure done in the United States. And it's hysterical considering the optics of the whole thing. Well, it's also considered, it's also hysterical considering that he has, some of the best, best health care in the United States as a sitting senator yep. that he doesn't pay for. Yep. Uh, and <sighs> it, uh, he literally has his, he talks about how much he hates socialized medicine, more or less gets socialized medicine on kind of a micro scale, and uh, then flies to Canada to get something done. So, yeah. I think from here on out, anybody that talks to him, like interviews him, like CNN, MSNBC, even Fox News should be like, you smell like maple syrup. Do you just have yeah. pancakes? That's fantastic. <laughs> like, until he leaves the Senate. Like, literally. Like, eight years from now, I'll be like, does anybody else smell my maple syrup? He was comical know. during the debate, so that's for sure. Oh, he'll be back in there. He and Ted Cruz are going to yeah. run until they're fucking dead. Ben, you got anything else? Uh, anything you'd like to say? Closing thoughts? Remarks? Yeah. Um, back in uh, December, right around Christmas, I uh, beat my brother. And fancy football went on to win the championship. Nice. So, point that out. Other than First that, all, you know, thanks I, for having like, me on I your like show. How, I like how petty that is. I love that. So good. Yes. Because on the Woods cast, we are nothing if not petty. And that's, that's my what, favorite that's, part about it. We That's what we're about. Um, we're nothing. We're about rumors and innuendo. And if you can be petty at the same time. And go Democrats. Yeah, fucking call us, <laughs> right? Yeah. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, we, like I say every week, we hope you enjoy listening to this. We enjoy the fuck out of doing it. Um, actually, if you didn't listen at all, we'd probably still do it. We just wouldn't notice because we've been drinking quite a bit. Um, so we, you should be able to find this podcast anywhere you find your podcast, SoundCloud, Google, iTunes, all that shit. Um, hit us up on Twitter if you got a question or a comment. It's at WoodsCastThe. Uh, Facebook, it's at WoodsCast1776. And nobody ever emails us, but I'll throw this out there again. Um, it's thewoodscast1776 at gmail.com, a.k.a. fuck Alex Jones and all his shit. I want us to have that Gmail after he's taken to jail. That's my that's my goal. <laughs> so, uh, this is about the time uh, Shay says goodbye to the nice people. Toodles! Ben, thanks for coming on. Thanks, guys. See ya. Move, 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 move